1 Samuel chapter 21. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Verse 3. Now therefore what is under thy hand? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand or what there is present. And the priest answered David and said there is no. Everybody say no. There's no common bread under my hand. But there's hollowed bread. And if the young men have kept themselves at least from women. And David answered the priest and said unto him, Of truth, of a truth, women have been kept from us about these three days since I came out. And the vessels of the young men are holy. And the bread is in a manner common. Yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave him hollowed bread. Everybody say hollowed bread. For there was no bread there but the shoe bread that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. When it was taken away. I just want to preach from this thought tonight. We are all out of the ordinary. We are all out of the ordinary. Won't you put your Bibles down, lift your hands with me. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, I love you today. I thank you for this incredible spirit that's here today. I pray, God, that you would touch my mind and my heart tonight, God, and let me speak, God, as an ambassador of your kingdom tonight. Lord, I pray that everything I would say would elevate, Lord, the church from where it's at today. I bind every spirit of doubt, fear, every spirit of confusion, God, every spirit that would exalt itself above your knowledge. We take authority over it right now. We lose your presence to do what only you can do, and we'll give you all praise and glory in Jesus' name. Would you put your hands together? Come on, would you lift up your voice above that hand clap today? Somebody shout hallelujah. If I could, just a little bit more in the monitors, please. Thank you. You may be seated. Probably over the last few years, one of the things that I have been on a journey with was I wanted to to change uh, the way I think. I realized, and I told my wife this, a little bit ago, just a few months back, maybe a couple of years ago. You know how when you get older, that happens. And, and uh, he said, I've been around this church for 20 years. I'm not even that old. And, uh, but one of the things is I, 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 I feel that, that my mind has been impacted by being raised in the church. I believe that not only have I have I learned some great things, but I, I feel like it's also put a ceiling on some things. And one of the one of the pursuits that I have is I, I, I don't want to pray to try to convince God to think like I think. I want to get so close to God that I take on the nature of the way of the way He thinks. And I, I, I know that we are wrestling in, in this hour that we are in because of the image that we have 
we have built up in our mind of what the church should look like and what the church is. And I'm not come here to tell you because I know that this is an apostolic church, a revival church. Understand tonight that this church is no stranger to revival. Ever since I've known this church, this church has had revival. Ever since I've been uh, the privilege to come here, this church has understood the power of prayer. But I do believe that there's some strange strongholds that have entered the church. And that the Bible teaches us that we should not make an image. Are y'all still there? I'll get, I'll get to turning red here in a minute. But, but the image, the image of God, that we were not to create an image of him in the heavens, in the earth, underneath the earth. Uh, that, that this image, we, we were not because he would always be limited to the image that you made. So God said, don't, don't even, don't even. The, the most powerful principle that we know about God is the fact that, that he feels all in all. That if you go to hell, he is there. There's nowhere that God cannot manifest Himself, The most powerful thing, whether you realize it or not, is the fact that you cannot see God. You just see the effects of God. And whether you think that limits you or not, but if you ever learn how to tap into that. If you ever learn how to tap into that God manifests himself in ways. Someone, and, and I know I need to get to preaching, just... just just help me. I'm, try, I'm trying to find it here, okay? But I, I, I had someone tell me one time about, you know, that he's not coming back until the gospel is preached around the world. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I was like, God, how, how are you going? You know, I, I'm a missions-minded guy. We're, 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 we're trying to get the gospel preached. In fact, we had, a, we had an hour-and-a-half presentation on unreached nations, uh, this, or unreached uh, groups of people, not just uh, a country, but, but, but groups of people and how that we are going to do our best to reach them. And, and it, it was incredible. I, 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 but, but thinking, is God going to send a man to preach? And then I got to reading the Bible and I found out that even nature itself preaches the gospel. You go over the Middle East, you'll find that, that, that the first way they get, it, they get really touched by God is God will visit somebody in a dream. God has got a way of, of, of dealing with people. And, and, and God has got, we, we've got to get this image of just having good church. We, we, we got to get this image of God is only the God of a Sunday night. And God, God is only a God of a certain kind of dance. And we, we got to get rid of sensationalism that is buried in shallow graves. I, I, I'm a word of faith man. I was born in that kind of movement. Now, not the kind that the charismatic has taken, but through the word of God. I believe in the gifts of the spirit. I believe they ought to operate in the church. I know this church believes in that. But can I tell you, I also understand that God's spirit can do anything at any time. And that God is not limited to anything that we, we, we put ceilings on him. We put limitations on him. 
So, so you, we got to get, and COVID was an incredible, uh, incredible thing that God, and I, I know what people say, well, well, did God send it? No, 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 sin brought COVID. Okay, sin brought. The only reason COVID could exist is because sin exists in the world. It was a result of sin, but God can use COVID. And I know you're sick and tired of hearing it, but God was trying to change the mindset of the church a little bit and get us out of an environment or an or an image because here's the problem with our churches today is that we have learned how to survive in these environments. I don't know if I'm helping you, but we have learned. We have learned how to exist in a world, but 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 say we're not really of the world, but really, 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 we are more of the world than we think we are. And and and, and the world we we have learned. So God said, I'm going to shut the environment down, but right, I, I'm going to I'm going to change the environment that you're in because I'm just to get the church leaning back on me. And isn't it amazing that the next thing that got in to the church was the thing that is ruling the church, the spirit of, of politics. Now I want you to understand that God has never registered for an election. He's not right wing or left wing. He's not a social issue. He's not anything like that. But what happened was the church Instead of finding the place where God desires and taking the image off and, 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 and allowing God to be God in a season, we rolled, up, we rolled up our sleeves to fight for a nation. But during that, we abandoned the kingdom. I want you to understand this. I'm, 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 I, got consp I, I love conspiracies. I love X-22 report. I, I, I love all that jazz. I, I, I like it. But I do understand that there comes a time where if we're, we're, if we're not careful that we would have gotten so caught up in fighting something that is so divisive and fighting for a country. Whether you realize it or not that when God looks at people, He looks at people He created not by race. It's the world he died. It's the people of the world he died for, not one group. And we we got so, and God was trying. And here's what happened. We got so caught up in the government that we 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 missed the opportunity. We missed the opportunity to get closer to God. And let me tell you, not only did we do that, we jumped on the method stream of church. And what, is, what, what happened was people were connecting to methods and not connecting to God. You want to know what I learned during the COVID crisis? It's not that our video cameras were bad and I'm horrible speaking when there's nobody around. It was none of that. It wasn't, it wasn't that we couldn't get online or get on the internet or, or, or have some kind of structure in the church. Here's what I learned. I learned that our prayer and the move of God that we had was not as strong as I thought it was. And that we had built up images about what the church is. And let me tell you what happened. Now we are in a great dilemma. Because now churches are relying on methods and not the message. And now churches are relying on virtual and not virtue. And it's... 
It's because our image is messed up. Our mind is messed up. And the whole time God's been saying, let me tell you something. If you're going to have church, you're going to have to have it with persecution. I'm not talking about picket signs. I'm not talking about defying orders. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about if you're going to have church, you're not, it's not going to be through the, the means of that. You're going to have to have some persecution. You're, 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 you're going to have to have some people that decide they love it more than anything in their lives. Can I tell can I tell this church there's something that happens when you come to church on Sunday night but there's something much different there's something much greater that God desires to do in this area there's a there's a dominion that God desires to give the church Okay I, I, I'm trying to get there. Somebody said we got to change our image. We 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 can't be people that are after the image. We got to get to God. We we got to touch God. We got to tear down the images of our mind. We got to tear down these things. So so you we what 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 did we do? I, I I've been on a journey. I want God's presence like I have never seen. God's presence. I, I remember I've been ruined. I've been ruined. I remember sitting in my grandmother's living room with my when my, my second cousin was just born and, and her leg was twice the size as the other leg. And, and I remember the doctor said no medications, nothing you could do. It was a birth defect that would be with her the rest of her life. And my grandmother, our family was there. We were in the living room. My grandmother laid that baby in the middle of the floor. She laid that uncut hair over that leg and she said God she said I didn't do this as, as regulations to attend a church you said God that I would have power with the angels and I would have power in prayer you said God if I would submit my life to you that you would give me the authority so God I'm asking for the authority that you have given me and I'm telling you I, it didn't, it, it, she didn't go to bed that night but when she took that hair off that leg when she took that uncut hair off of that leg that leg was the same size as the other one that's where I want to go that, that, that's where that's where that's where I want to go I've been on a journey where, where can I get that where where can I get that where can I get that and it reminds me of David how David David's the first thing he decided to go do was he decided to go get that ark and he goes he gets that ark because he understands the history of the ark and you know what I'm thankful tonight I'm thankful that I've got stories that I can lean to and I'm thankful that I can look back in the past and I can tell you I remember when we, when a young boy got the Holy Ghost in our revival and not at church he got it at home his parents when they left church they went to bed and they heard his boy in there talking in tongues and they busted through his room and he was sitting on his bed seven years old tears coming down his face and he was lifting his hands up to the Lord and he was talking in tongues but that 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 was incredible but what you didn't know about the young boy was he was losing his hearing he was completely deaf in one ear and he was about completely gone in the other and the doctor said he wasn't coming back there was nothing they could do but that boy wanted to be baptized in Jesus name and when we put him down in the water in the name of Jesus. God healed that boy. Come on, are you hear me today? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. 
I appreciate that. I, I appreciate looking back. At, and David went and got that ark and he said, you know what? It's been in this dude's house for 20 years. But I've heard the story how they put it in a temple, Dagon's temple. And when they came in the next morning, Dagon was folded over. It looked like he was worshiping the Lord, submitted to the Lord. And they raised him back up. And when they came back the next morning, Dagon had fallen again. His head was cut off and his palms of his hands was cut off. And God, you, you just, let me just tell you something. When God shows up, nothing else can stand in his presence. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And David's like, I got to get that back. I got to give that back. I've got to get that back. So what did David do? David said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get worshipers. I think it was like 32,000 of them. And we're going to worship God on the way back. And, and when they got to when they got to the man's house, his boys were there. And they were like, hey, man, we, we got it. It's right here. It had been in that house for 20 years. Nobody was coming by to see it anymore. Nobody really cared about it. it. had dust all over it. Nobody, they knew about the miracles and all that. It was still on the new cart, how they found it. It was still on that old new cart. And you know what he said? He said, I'll tell you what, my boys will drive it for you. And Ohio and us started taking it down the road. But the Bible said when it got to Nashon's threshing floor, when it got to where the harvest and the wheat and the chaff was separated, when it got when God was getting ready or the people were getting ready to gather what was there what the harvest was he got to shaking he hit a bump in the road and Uzzah because you know that's just an ark that's just the past it just represents something he went up just to steady it a little bit just where people could see it where it wouldn't fall and break and God struck him dead there now my question is what happened? Did it fall? Did it bust? No, no, no. God, God, let, let me tell you something. God don't need our hands to exalt and elevate his presence. But the problem was he got so comfortable. He had gotten so comfortable that the method, the method was, and was, was more important than the sacrifice. The, the, the method, the method, the method. It, it was about how it's easier to do it this way. It's, it's easy. It's the familiar. It's familiar. And I'm going to tell you somebody. You, let me tell you. I'm gonna just, can I be honest with you? I was just here a few months ago. I, I don't remember when it was, but a few months for your missions conference. And, and I saw some of you shout at your missions conference the same way you're shouting right now. It looks the same. It's just gotten familiar. Same beat, same songs. Come on. I, I, you, go, you go to the ark in West Monroe. Oh, it's just it's familiar see we come in and we've learned how to have familiar church but we're at a place in the world today that God is not wanting us to be with the familiar anymore God God, God. come on come on I See, see, some of you, some of you you, 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 you don't even know. You just caught up in some routine and you feel goosebumps, but you're not delivered. You, it, you, do you know tonight it would be hard for me to leave the world of the of Pentecost? I've been in it so long. All my friends are Pentecostal. Everywhere I go, I, that's who I know. That's who I relate to. It would be hard because it's gotten so familiar to me. But I want you to realize this church, our church, the church of the living God, God has got to get out of the familiar and go in places. Now, now think about this. I, 
I know I need to hurry. I, I, I know, but but you you, you got to think about this. The Lord, the Lord looks at this boy in Bethsaida and he looks at him. He's blind. He said, come on, let me, let me get your hand. And the Bible says he led him out of Bethsaida. Why did he lead him out of Bethsaida? Because it's easy. The boy could get around in Bethsaida. He was blind, but he knew, he knew, he knew. He knew where to go, where not to go. He couldn't see it. But he had learned to operate in Bethsaida. But he understood, he understood, the Lord understood that if he was going to heal the man of a handicap that he had learned how to operate in, he had to take him to a place where it wasn't familiar. Some of you, some of you, this has gotten so familiar that you know how to work with things that you've been hiding. You, you, you know how to work with, with things that, that, that and it, because it's just familiar to it. But the Lord brings him out, brings him out, and, and he prays for him. And the Bible said when he got through praying for him, he said, can you see? And the man looked at him and said, you know what? I, 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 I see men as trees. I, I, I can't see enough to get back. But the touch of God, the touch of God has started a process. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm, what I'm afraid of is that some of us have been so familiar with this that it hadn't been the touch of God that we've responded to. It hadn't been, it's not really, it's been, it's been, it's been the sensationalism of the song. It's, it's been the goosebumps of coming together. Come on, isn't it amazing that Pentecost, we don't have victory shout anymore. We have shout of, of compassion and sympathy when, when, when people come in I, I'm telling you our prayer has been different used to when we prayed for people they would get the victory of the Lord but now what we teach them is look God's going to touch you during your struggle God's going to keep you while you're struggling while you're hurt why, why I know you're not healed but you need to keep on coming I, I, I know you're the same person you were two weeks ago and six months ago and five years ago but that's okay just keep coming just keep coming because that's the culture we live in because church is familiar he said touch and you know what the Lord did the Bible said he touched him again he prayed for him again this time when he prayed for him the man could see you, 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 you got to understand this God's trying to pull us God's trying to pull us to a place where we start living and believing I know what you're saying. I'd give my life for this thing. You don't feel that check? I make that statement, Pastor St. Clair. I make it. But as soon as it leaves my mouth, I feel a little check. Would I? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I give my life for this, and, and you miss church for anything. I'd give my life for this and you don't come to prayer meeting. Oh, I, 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 boy, I, I'm going to listen. If you, don't, if you don't want me, put your fingers in your ear. I, 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 I just, I'd, give, I'd, give my, I'd give myself to it. But you know what, Pastor? I just, you know, I, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd, rather, I'd, let, I'd rather miss Sunday go to Little League. And, uh, you know, I, 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 would, I would do this. But you know what? You know what? I, I think my kids, they, 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 need, they need this kind of education because they got extra they got they got this kind of stuff at this school. Y'all don't have that. What, what, what kind of stuff is that? 
Somebody told me that they, they said, well, you know, we, we, y'all just don't have this. And I was like, well, you, you tell me, what, what, what kind of stuff is that? Well, you know this and that, and I won't get into what they were saying. I said, well, oh, really? I said, well, let me tell you what, that school don't have that we have. I said, you know that Tuesday we had somebody get the Holy Ghost? That, that kind of stuff. I'm going to tell you, when MLB's not calling and, and, and the NCAA's not calling, let me tell you what you do, where you get when you get the, you go to heaven. You got to get out of the familiar. Okay, I, I shouldn't have brought Ark. If you listen, that was for you. It's just familiar stuff. And, and, and it's, it's this stuff that we've gotten so accustomed to doing. And the church, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Listen to me. We, we, we try to live holy in our church. We, we try to have platform standards. We, we try to preach separation. But even when people sign the list and they live from one rule to the next rule, I'm telling you right now, our church has got worldliness in it. Might not be in the realm of how someone is trying to live but it's in their mind and David said when he struck us a dead the Bible said David went back for three months I need to hurry and David, 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 David went and studied and he realized that yeah they still needed the presence there but the problem was is they were leaning on a method and not the sacrifice of it Somebody said, we got to get out of the familiar. It, it, the curse is in the familiar. You know what we do good at the ark? We have good church. You preach. I've, I've, I, man, I've had, I, I've had, I won't tell you who they are, so don't ask. I, I, I've had preachers come, and I'm telling you right now, they, they didn't say nothing good, Bishop. I'm talking about I mean, you, you, I, in our church, I mean, you'd have them. They'd be running around the eyes. I, I, y'all don't know what that is. That's, that's a duck. Yeah. My wife's got these ignorant chickens. I was like, I'm ready, I'm ready to fry every one of them. I told her the other day, I said, my God, I'm going to start going to church like this. It's like I'm finna kill them things. I, I live in a country. I'm a country boy. I'm sorry. But, I, I, you know, we, we, we got people, they get what, but our curse could be that we know how to have church. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I've been there. And, 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 and we were having good church. And, and I heard a knock at the door. And it was the Lord sitting out there in the foyer of our church wondering if we were ever going to ask him to come in. You're coming in, Lord. You're co- you're, we, and David said, I got, we, got, we got to get this right. So how's, how's it come? It's got to be put on the, priest, on the back of the priest. And, and I, I want you to realize tonight, and I know I've done messed this sermon up, but I, I want you to understand tonight that God's trying to shake us. God's trying to bring the church back to Him. Back, back. Are, are you hearing me right now? Not that this, this is not a fellowship club. This is, this is 
this is God's church. You, you are the the body, the body of, of, of Christ. This, this right here is the most powerful force in Anderson. Not your mayor, not the government, not the city council. Come on, come on. I'm telling you, listen to me. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, listen, listen. Let's not get so caught up in business that we lose the aspect that God's trying to awaken the church. I, I'm not against having online church, but I'm telling you, you listen to this preacher. I'm telling you, God's got to awaken us and get us out of the familiar. So, so David's running for his life. Himelech, he gets there, and he, he and, and Himelech understands something's wrong. And David, it's amazing when David when David started running for his life, the first place he goes to is church. I mean, the dude goes to church. What did he want? He wanted bread, and he wanted a weapon. You, you, you. So he gets there and he's running. He gets to church and he, 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 he's looking. The priest has got the bread. He's like, give me that bread. And that man looks at him and says, this is not, this is not, this is hollow bread. This is not common. This is not, this is not just ordinary bread here, man. This is, this bread, this bread, this bread is holy bread. This bread is something that is different. It, it's been dedicated to the Lord. This, this this is the Lord's bread. This is for the priest. This is for the man. This is God's bread. It's in common. Oh, God. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, listen, listen. I, I, I know, man, people, you don't, I, I, it's funny. The other day, uh, Pastor St. Clair, I, I hadn't wore a tie. I, I probably wore a tie the last three, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've wore, I've been wearing ties on Wednesday night. I went through this little stretch where I didn't wear a tie. Wednesday night. It's been a long, 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 long time ago. So here a few months back, I, I left church and, and or I left my house, come to church, I left my tie at the house. And, and I looked in, didn't have no no good ties in my office. I was like, nothing matches. So I wasn't preaching. So I just I didn't even do announcements. I just sat over there and didn't have a tie on. Well, that's been a couple months ago. Well, old brother Aussie walked up to me. And I had a tie on this Wednesday night. He he grabbed my tie and he said, Hey. He said, I'm glad you're wearing ties again on, on Wednesday night. So I'm saying, listen, I ain't, I'm not preaching on ties. That's, that's not, that's not. And uh, it was funny as he didn't have one on. But I, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just pointing that out. But I, 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 I'm glad, I, man. I, I like dressing up for church. I like coming. I, but I, I don't think we ought to be casual when we come to church. Like, I just, I just, I just, I don't. I, I think when we come to church, we we ought we ought to come to church and and, and listen, listen. I I, I understand that, but I, I'm not. Talk, that's not what I'm talking about here tonight. What I, I what I want you to realize tonight, when you walked in this building, whether you realize it or I know you like the music, I know that you're upset because your pastor's not. I'm upset. I'm upset. I, I'm upset that you're pastor's not preaching tonight but I want you to realize when you walked in this place there's there's no common in here this 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 might look familiar to you but but this God's mercies new every day and this this God's this God's power can do something at any time this is not common 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 bread this come on are you there this isn't common bread
Somebody shout, oh no, no, this ain't common bread. See, miracles happen here. Miracles happen here. Miracles happen here. Miracles happen in this place. Miracles happen in this place. I'm hurrying. We, we, y'all, some of y'all know Elder Manus. Elder Manus' daughter lived in our area. And uh, she was an alcoholic. And we picked up her boy, Chris, for seven years on our bus route. And I'll never forget, I was, on a Sunday morning, I walked into church on a Sunday morning. And she was, she, she was sitting there, and I couldn't recognize her. She had lost all this weight. She was like a bone. She looked like a dead person walking. And I was thinking, who in the world is that? So I was asking around, and, and, and somebody said, I think that's Vivian. I think that's who it is. So after Sunday morning, I walked over there. And sure enough, it was Vivian. And, and I didn't know what was going on, but she had been diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver. And the doctor had given her just weeks to live. And, and you know what she did? She just started coming to church. I look up on Wednesday night. She was there. I look up on Sunday morning. She was there. And I look up on Sunday night. She was there. And I just started watching her come to church over a month of time. Her color started changing. I know, I know you're not supposed to say this about a lady, but I remember looking at the platform saying my God she's gaining a little weight she's she getting a little weight and, and she just started coming to church because see this this is not a common place nobody was really laying hands on her nobody was pulling her around the, pulling her around the building nobody was shouting with her she was just coming to church lifting her hands crying worshiping God nobody was making a big show out of it there, was, there wasn't a whole lot that, that when you looked at it you just did but I'm telling you she just started coming she just started coming before long she wasn't drinking no more. Before long her color was changing and the doctor kept bringing her in and said I don't know what's going on but you come back next week and, and he looked at her again and was like I don't know what's going on you come back next week. Then he looked at her and said I don't know what's going on come back next month and he said I don't know what's going on come back next month until finally he looked at her and said hey you've never had cirrhosis of the liver. Why? Why? Because this isn't a common place. I said, you want to know what she does now? She drives the van that used to pick up her boy. This is not, this, this, this isn't a common place. Everybody say, we're all out of the ordinary. We're all out of the ordinary. This, this, this is not common. This, this is not an ordinary, this is not an ordinary place. You, you, you got to realize that woman come to Jesus. And, and she was sitting there and she was pressing him. Come on. And her disciples were mad. And this, old, this woman here, she's messing with us. Would you send her away? And, and, and finally Jesus looked at her and he said, you know what? I'm not here for the lost, but for the lost sheep of Israel. You know, I'm not here for you. And she just kept on. She just kept on. Finally, finally she, he looked at her and said, listen, hey, lady. It's not meat for me to give the children's bread to a dog. She understood something about the bread. You, you, you know, I know this is goofy what I'm about to say. I understand my mind works in different ways than yours. You, have, you ever thought about the scripture? We're talking about the hand of the Lord, but it's talking about the arm of the Lord. The arm of the Lord is not shortened. You ever thought about that? Why does it say not shortened? Because if it just said the arm of the Lord, the hand of the Lord was long, it could be not long enough. But when it said it's not shortened. Now, hold on. So you ever, you ever, anybody ever want to know how long eternity is? You ever thought about how long eternity is? I'm thinking, my God, when did it start? When does it end? How long is eternity? How do you measure eternity? You don't measure it by seconds, minutes, hours, days. Come on, weeks, months, years. You don't measure eternity like that. The only way to measure eternity is to measure the arms of the Lord. 
So that woman's looking at it. That woman said, hey, I know it's not made for you to give the children's bread to dogs. But, but master, e even the dog. Baby, it's not your time yet. I got to wait till Acts 10. What happened in Acts 10? Well, that's when the bread was being released to the Gentiles. You got, you got Cornelius. Are you there? Am I boring you? You, you got, you got, you, you, you ever heard of Cornelius? Let me tell you how cool, kids, let me tell you how cool Cornelius is. That sucker played. Oh, I, I said that. I won't say sucker again. Okay. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say sucker again. I promise you. I'm not doing it. But that, that dude, that dude. Oh, God, I've done lost you. I can't. That, that's not. That, that dude, that dude was in an Italian band. He was so cool. He, he, he prayed. He, he gave alms every day. Had good report among the Jews. He, he was good. His prayer was so powerful. It built up a memorial before God. And the Lord, the Lord didn't send, the Lord didn't send a man to him. The Lord sent an angel to him. And the angel couldn't preach the gospel. But the angel of the Lord looked at Simon Peter and said, let me tell you, or looked at Cornelius and said, let me tell you something. There's a man named Simon Peter. You, you, I'm warning you, you need to hear what this man's preaching. You, you need to hear what this this man, I'm warning you. You know what warn means? Give notice. Somebody say, give notice. Give notice of danger. I'm telling you, you are in danger. Your prayers built a memorial. You've got good favor. You're religious. My God, you're in an Italian band. You are cool, dude. But you are in danger. And the whole time, Simon Peter is sitting on the rooftop of Simon the Tanner's house. And he's watching dead animals come in and watch them leave transformed into something that was usable. He's at a tanner's place. And he's up there and the Lord visits with him and says, hey, Rod, he shows these, all these beasts on the net. He said, rise up and eat. And finally, Simon Peter looked at him and said, I've not touched any of that. I've not touched that stuff. I'm that, that unclean mess. And the Lord said, don't you ever call what I've cleansed common when you measure the arms of God. He reached all the way in to Acts 10 and pulled out of Acts 10 and brought it to where that woman was. Oh, God, you don't want to help me, do you? Because what he was saying is, I know what the familiar is. I, I know what the common is. But if you break the ceiling of what it is, I'll reach into the future and I'll pull out what I was planning to do that day. And I'll do that today. Come on, come on, come on. I, I, I'll do that right now. I'll do that right now. The most powerful thing about the pro and I know I'm jumping. That's how I do. Hopefully I'll pull the string and it'll all come together. The most powerful thing about the promised land to God's people where they were supposed to get it little by little by little. Are you there? That's how they were supposed to. Little by little. Yeah, little. Somebody say little. Little by little. But you remember. You remember when Jehoshaphat 
He set himself to seek the Lord because the five kings of the area had decided we're coming to get you. But I want you to understand how Jehoshaphat prayed. When Jehoshaphat started praying to the Lord, he started telling him what they had done. You brought us into this land. You brought us out of Egypt. You put us here. You fed us. You got us to this point, Lord. It's all about you. We've built you a house here. Not only, not just any kind of house, but your name is over this house. Your eyes are on us. But now, Lord, how do this people reward us? You didn't let us kill them back then, and now they're coming up against us. We are overwhelmed right in the middle of the promise of God. We don't know where to go next. Y'all there? Y'all sitting, y'all acting, y'all waiting for the tribulation. I was preaching at youth camp, and I know I need to hurry. He, he's not going to have me back for another five years. This is two year, two times straight this year. He won't have me back for another five. I'm going to get it all out. I was preaching at youth camp, and it was an independent camp. It was one of them independent. It was so independent. It was almost independent without God. I was sitting there preaching. We had like 25 people getting the Holy Ghost down there. I was preaching at youth camp, and all the pastors was back there except for like two of them. And they were praying. And, and, and I knew why they were out there. They didn't believe in end-time revival. And I preached about end-time revival. People were getting the Holy Ghost. They had their hands in the pocket. Now, this is when I was ignorant. And I know y'all still think I'm ignorant. But this is, this is I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't preaching to get asked back. I wasn't going to their church. Y'all there? I'll go sell shoes. I ain't going to that. I grabbed that mock. I said, hey, 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 all you preachers back there, you got your hands in your pockets. I said, y'all go ahead and wait for the tribulation. We're going to go ahead and pray these people through and have revival. Now, now listen to me. Listen to me. Some of you, you think it's always going to be like this. But the Lord sets a principle here. When Jehoshaphat put his head between, the, between his knees and he, he was bowing down to the ground and he was seeking the Lord, the prophet stands up and said, let me tell you something. Thus saith the Lord, you have no need to fight in this battle. Stand ye still. And see the salvation of the Lord. For the battle is not yours. But it's God's. Now hold on. The problem is. And, and, and here's where we are. And I'm closing. I promise you I'm closing. Here's where we are. The problem is we've done way too much watching. Isn't it amazing? I heard people, I've heard people say Jehoshaphat. God told Jehoshaphat to put the praisers up there. That's not in the text. God did not tell Jehoshaphat to put the praisers up. He told Jehoshaphat to stand still and see. But Jehoshaphat said, this is unfamiliar ground. And Lord, if you're going to give us a battle, we're not going to go to war like we usually go to war. We're not going to put the warriors in front. We're going to put the praisers in 
I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, our church posture at our church has been, God's going to work this out. God's going to start healing. We've been sitting back wondering how in the world is it going to happen, but we're just going to let God do it. we we just going to stand back and let God do it. And all those people of God, their promise was to go to the watchtower and see. That's where they were heading to. The Bible said a watchtower to see the salvation of the Lord. But Jehoshaphat broke the protocol. He said, my God, if God's going to take the battle for us, we're, we're not going to go out like we usually go out. We're, we're not going to go out in a common fashion. We are going to put the praisers up front. He, he broke the protocol. And you want to know what happened? The Bible said when they began to praise the Lord, Michael was looking up. He was thinking, my God, Lord, can we go? Can we go? And the Lord, no, 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 no. They're not in position yet, but they kept on worshiping. And that worship had gotten so hot that the Lord said, you know what? I cannot wait for them. I can't wait for them to get to the watchtower. I gotta do this work. And they're not even, it's gonna be so fast they're not even gonna see it when it happens and do you know what happened when they got there the enemy had turned on itself and it had killed each other and you want to know what they never saw the sword they never saw the fight all they did was collect the spoil for three days because they said we're not going to be familiar we're not going to let this be common come on I want to are y'all there are y'all there let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, First Pentecostal Church of Anderson, it is time for a posture change. It is time, listen, there's the deep things of God here. I'm not minimizing what kind of church you have. You have revival in this place. You have better church on your bad day than most churches have on its great day. You have a move of the Spirit. I'm not belittling that. But I want you to realize today it is time to leave the familiar. It's time to go a little bit deeper. It's time to go a little bit stronger. It's come on, it's time to get a little bit more committed. Come on. I want to get out of the familiar. I want God to move. I want the Lord. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now.